Good afternoon, Gillian. How are you today? Good afternoon. Very well, thank you. Yes. Jolly good. Well, Gillian, welcome to the Business Spotlight. Thank you very much for your time today. Uh, could we start? Could you tell me a little about yourself and your business, please? Certainly, yes. Uh, I'm Gillian Diggin, and I'm one half of the ownership and management of Belfast Pilates and Physiotherapy. Um, we um, work out of, you probably know the building as Sam Germain for a bargain. We, we have that building and uh, we operate out of there. So we have seven lovely treatment rooms. Um, we have three gorgeous big bright studios. We teach mat work, we teach reformer Pilates, and we see countless numbers of patients with their backs and necks and shoulders and knees and wrists and you name it. So that's sort of what we do do. So how would you, I'm a, I know absolutely nothing uh, about Pilates. Uh, so I'm intrigued. So there must be other people like me out there. So how would you describe Pilates to a complete novice? novice. Well, I suppose Joseph Pilates is a person, was a person. He He's not alive now, but he was the founder of the Pilates method, which I think there are people who would go to New York where his studio was, and he trained the New York Ballet, and he did all sorts. So it's um, movement patterns, and he developed it because he himself was a sickly child and built strength through self-conditioning and exercises. And he was a German in, um, in the UK at the time of the war and was interned on the Isle of Man and they, I think they were treated all right but like they didn't have a lot of space and much to do there so he developed his method using what was available to him which was bed springs and pulleys and um, like the old metal framework of whatever he could find including beer keg circles and you name it so the magic circle was derived from that. The Pilates reformer machine was derived from his bed spring and pulleys. And he um, trained up his little dormitory to be super strong and fit. And they did really well compared to a lot of their other inmates say, at the time who were deconditioning and getting unfit and therefore not so well. And then he met his wife, Clara, on the boat on the way over to New York. And they set up this brilliant um, set up in New York where they ended up training the New York Ballet and became really famous. Um, so we trained under a group called the APPI and they it's the Australian Physiotherapy Pilates Institute, which again was the marriage of these two brilliant physios in Australia um, who um, developed the Pilates method that, uh, that we teach today. Um, she was a ballerina who had done Pilates, who trained as a physio student. And he was, uh, I suppose you wouldn't mind me saying, a bit of a physio geek who loved the research and delving deep into it all. And they broke down Joseph Pilates method into lots of baby chunks and made it like rehab tools for people like us who are physios. So I suppose that's where it all came from. And it's why Pilates can confuse the life out of people like you, um, Peter, because um, you've got the people who trained classically through ballet and the likes of the Joseph Pilates stuff in New York. And then you've got the people like me and Sonia and all of our team who will have trained through a physio background. So you'll have 
um, gym-based Pilates stuff going on and lots of leisure centers and things, which is great movement. And I encourage anyone to do any good movement. I think it's wonderful to get up a move in any way and description. But ours would be set aside because we're coming at it knowing people's injuries and rehabbing specifically their injuries. Um, so we get a lot of patients who come to us initially as patients with back pain or neck pain or shoulder pain or knee pain or whatever it is. And we go through um, like a rehab um, program with them and then they often end up in classes. Not always. Some people prefer to do it themselves, but we have 52 classes a week currently in the, the studios and we have like some of mine have been with me over a decade and those people don't have pain anymore. They just love Pilates. So it's of various different guises. Right. Well, that's a comprehensive rundown if, if ever there was one. And <laughs> believe you me, I'm 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 more interested now in pain-free movement than, than I could ever than I have been in a long, long time. So like, tell me who would be your ideal customer, Gillian? My ideal customer, I suppose, is that patient in pain. And we love our physiotherapy. So we get patients in and uh, we could be using traction, we could be using mobilization or soft tissue techniques and making them feel better. But ultimately, we want to get to the root of why they're in pain in the first place and start rehabilitating them from the inside out, which is often core muscles, deep neck stabilizers, deep core muscles, and um, building those muscles from the inside out. And that is where the Pilates comes in. And tell me, what, what inspired you to start your own business? Well, I never planned to, if I'm absolutely honest. I just was a physio and um, loved working in the health service, did start off in the health service, um, did all my basic rotations, um, but had the good fortune to work then in, in the evenings um, for this brilliant physio, John Martin, um, who's just actually, he's sort of in the throes of retirement at the minute after a long time, but he he was a brilliant um, trailblazer for private physiotherapy in Northern Ireland. He was the Irish rugby physio, he, loads of people know. And we worked under him, myself and Sonia, we met there and loved working there, to be honest. And John taught us loads, but we, um, I suppose started the Pilates journey in about 2005 and that was a different vision to John and we ended up going our separate ways so that we could develop the Pilates the way we wanted to. So, and What would you say has been the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Um, I think good communication and that's across the spectrum. I think Sonia and I, we have to communicate very well with each other, sort of trying to lead the organization and then communicating with our team, um, communicating what we do to the public, which we could be better at, I have to be honest. Um, and then communicating with um, um, our referring consultants. And it's, it's all about good communication and keeping the flow and the channels open, yeah. And what would you say are your three strongest qualities as a business owner? Um, I think without a doubt, number one has to be grit, determination, hard work. That's probably all one together. Um, I think probably the friendship and partnership that I have with Sonia, um, that is probably our strongest quality altogether because 
I don't think any one person could do this, honestly. I think we have to do it as a team. And probably we both would have the slight perfectionism gene, I think. We do try very hard to do the very best that we can. And um, um, if it's worth doing, we try to do it right. And what would you say, are there any um, books or podcasts that you've listened to or read that have particularly influenced you? I do love a good podcast. I never have time to read books, if I'm absolutely honest. Um, now, most of my podcasts would be sort of outside work and trying to sort of unwind. So not so much that helped me in, in the sort of business capacity, um, but we... I mean, I think as physios, we sort of have to be reading our journals, have to be reading the professional magazines to, to be, they keep us quite busy, I suppose, and, and give us the right steer. We're lucky as well that within Northern Ireland, the private physios, we sort of have like a wee um, closed Facebook group and we do bounce a lot of stuff for us clinic owners off each other. That's invaluable and it's it's been very helpful over the years. So we get a lot of steer from that. But um I suppose since becoming a business owner, I've had to change my sort of listening sort of in the in the background from sort of the 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 six music more to Radio Four, get a bit more current affairs, savvy, learn what's going on in the world and what's going on with policy and economics and government, which in the past I wouldn't have a clue about. So I've had to sort of smarten up a wee bit in those areas. And what what's the biggest challenge that you're currently facing in your business? I think probably the biggest challenge right now for us is um, is 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 getting good good staff. I suppose we we've been unfortunate that we did we 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 have fabulous staff. I have to be honest; like our current team is brilliant. However, we have had to change just because the situation is quite dire. There's just not the physios out there that once there were. We used to be able to stick a wee ad in the physio journal and you'd get a million CVs and you'd have your pick of people. And that just doesn't happen anymore. We put ads out and you're lucky if you get one or two. And to be honest, the last time we got, it was all, it was, it was any interest we got was foreign and had lots of strings attached and it just became a bit of a logistical nightmare for us. So we now we, we, we have taken on newer qualified staff, which is something we never did before. We always were lucky that we got people who were well broken in, who knew the ropes and could just run with it. We've had to change a wee bit to become more of a mentoring service and try to nurture people through, which I think is a good thing. I think at this stage in our careers, that's probably something we should be doing. So I, I totally um, um, get that we need to move in that direction. Um, we we had um, like loss of really good members to New Zealand and um, down south and I get that. Like I think if I didn't have ties here, I can see the attraction for going abroad, and um, and I think things are tough enough probably in 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 this sort of environment at the minute. So, um, so I think staffing is is definitely a problem because we have demand more demand than we can supply at the minute, and uh, we could do with more staff. Now saying that, I did get approached yesterday by a really experienced, lovely physio looking some hours. So no, things are hopefully on the up in that respect as well. But I mean, there's so many challenges at the minute. Um, this year we've been. Um, 
um, at the end of a five-year mortgage term and obviously it's very different looking at mortgages now as it was to five years ago so it's been a, a process worse than mortgaging in the first place this whole remortgage and uh, um, certainly margins are going to be slimmer than ever going forward. It's, um, it is a tough time, I think, for all businesses and the economic climate. And what, tell me about some of your goals for 2024 and beyond business goals. Well, having been jumping through mortgage um, company hoops probably since May, I'm looking forward to getting that done and dusted. Um, having more time to focus on the business because I suppose um, those things are all very time consuming. So I am looking forward to drawing a line under all that um, um, and be able to start working on um, more sort of service development. And uh, as I touched on before, we're sort of mentoring and staff continual professional development. Um, and probably just when, when so much of our time is client facing, and then you've got this small window to try to get everything else done. And when there have been big things to, to deal with this year, um, then things like compliance, we're going to have to get back on top of all that again. And uh, it's a constant cycle of things to do. Um, and I'm sort of thinking, what are our credit card rates at the minute? And what do we need to be thinking about? And sort of um, just getting back on top of um, are we getting the best deal and as, as a business for all these different services that uh, you just need to keep your eye on all the time? And if, if, someone likes what, if someone's like, likes what they've heard, Gillian, and would like to reach out or get in touch, what would be the best way for someone to go about that? Well, we have a brilliant receptionist who is, um, she's part-time, she's not there all the time. She Monday, the, the phone never stops, so she's there full-time on a Monday and gets the day that everyone gets their, their, their stuff organised for the week. So um, um, certainly our, our main phone line, um, which is 90471122, um, it is... Um, um, always answered on a Monday or a Tuesday till 2.30 or a Thursday till 2.30. Um, email or info at belfastpilates.co.uk. We sort of pick up on that constantly. Um, so email is always a way to get in touch with us as well. And more and more we get people messaging just out of interest from our Instagram direct messages and Facebook messaging. So we're, we're, we're sort of open in all channels and uh, very happy to chat to people about um, their injuries and their rehab and get them in the right direction. Good stuff. Well, Gillian from Belfast Pilates and Physiotherapy, thank you very much for your time today. It's been great to hear about your story. And now I know what happened to the Sam Germain building on the yes. Road as well. So that's mystery solved. So no, it's solved. been really cool. Thanks very much. Brilliant story. And I wish you all, all the best for the remainder of 2023 and beyond. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.